Welcome to the Yak Sports Podcast with Joe Deck and Leela McRae. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Yak Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Deck, Leela McRae. With me as usual, we will talk about March Madness in the B Block. But first, Leland, let's focus on the local and high school football. I'll start with the game I covered, and then I'll toss it over to you for the game you covered, and then we'll cover the other two at the end. We'll make up the rest, yeah. Yeah, we'll make up the rest (laughs) and just tell you what happened. Um, But Buffalo Gap beats Stanton 45 to nothing in a game that is reflective of the score. Um, There's not a whole lot of positives to take away from this game if you're a Stanton Storm fan. One, though, that I did take away is... Their quarterback, Jaquante Scott, to me, I know they're going back and forth, and I'm not at practice. Maybe maybe the other guy looks great in practice, but uh, for me, Jaquante Scott, this could have been a 7-7 game, and I would have loved to seen how the rest of the game played out if they had gotten that touchdown, but three plays in a row uh, in that first quarter, Jaquante Scott hit receivers in the end zone, and they just didn't catch it, so... I'm sure that was frustrating for him. Uh, Defensively then, Stanton, it felt like Stanton was in the right places. They just didn't finish the tackle. So to me, it's just about getting more experience and trying to figure that stuff out. I don't know. Um, I know it's a young team up there at Stanton, so I guess the good news is if you can increase the discipline on the tackling, get receivers to start catching the ball, there were some things there that, look like they should have worked better than they did for Buffalo gap. I mean, this is a big win in the sense that you got stomped by riverheads the week before. And so this is a, this is a bounce back win for them that they absolutely had to have because you and I have kept saying it, Leland, they got stomped by draft, but but yeah. What, who did I say? Oh, you said riverheads, but it's yeah, I meant draft. I'm sorry. It goes with the theme of the, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking (laughs) about the riverheads game and that's what I was getting ready to say. So I was, had the future on my mind, but yeah, they got stomped by draft Um, for Buffalo gap. You can't really lose another game and definitely make the playoffs. Riverheads is probably a game you're going to lose. So at four and two, I think you're going to need help. Uh, So three and three, you're, you're done. And and we talked about chip and I talked about this. You're done. I'm, I'm a hundred percent on three and three. You're done. I want to talk playoffs in a minute. So come, come back to that point because I want to talk about when we, I want to talk about each division here in a minute. Okay, I mean, we can do that, but I, I'm just going to say, like, Chip and I talked about this on Friday night right before kickoff. The loser of that game, forget it. There is no yeah. playoffs in your future. Stanton, there is no playoffs in your future. You're done. Because I mean, you haven't played Riverheads yet. Play draft and Riverheads. Yeah, they're going to, yeah, uh, exactly. So they've already got two losses. They're going to have at least four. Yeah, yeah I... I'm glad they won that East Rock game because it's it's mm-hmm. it's now like back to me being uncertain of them winning another game. So I'm glad they got that out of the way early. I was I was pumped for them. I was, I think, glad to be wrong kind of phrase there. East Rock has surprised me. I, I mean, I think it's an overall theme. They're, they're 0-4 on the season. That I never would have thought that. Even if they're playing only Valley District teams, I wouldn't have probably predicted that. So I... I, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough week for Stanton, and yeah, I, I'm glad Buffalo Gap's offense got going. That's what I was eager to see because, you know, they did enough to beat Larray. They did nothing against draft, so I wanted to see their offense go a little bit and get a little confidence and move forward. You know, 
They have a matchup against Wilson this week. I think it's another opportunity for them to work on that offense before they play, you know, a, a, the Riverheads team, which, you, you know, they're going to be outmatched against Riverheads. But, like, you at least want to go in with something going right, you know, something to build off of. So, for that sake, I, I was glad to see the Buffalo Gap offense do something because I, I was worried that it was maybe a little more anemic than they had shown this week. It's still going to have to show up when the time is right, and that's if they make the postseason. And that, that a lot will be said then. Yeah. So how that Tanner Rivenberg kid, he had a good game, didn't he? Yeah, he had 196 yards on 21 carries, two touchdowns. He, he made some people miss, and then there was one that he planted some poor kid into the ground, and he'll turn into a tree one day. But um, Tanner Rivenberg runs hard, and – I'll give him that. Uh, Chip said it Friday night, and he was right to an extent. That you saw flashes of his brother from a couple years ago, Carter. So that's that's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's now yeah. Carter was able to do that against Riverheads a little bit. Uh, I'd have mm-hmm. to go back and look. I thought he was he had like under he had like under thirty yards, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm remembering wrong. I'm giving him way too much credit. <laughs> but he did it against East Rock. That was the game. Where well, that was in a the, losing effort, he had a yeah, in a losing game. effort, he had a big game. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I don't think. I don't... Well, we'll talk about it in two weeks. Go ahead, talk about <laughs> Riverheads and Fort. Riverheads and Fort. It was similar to your game. It's just what you kind of expect. I thought maybe Fort could come out, and uh, I thought Fort's defense was going to be a little more successful than they were able to do. Did I think it was going to beat Riverheads? No, I didn't think that Fort defense could do what it took to beat Riverheads. Uh, but their defense wasn't able to stop them really it was just positive plays positive plays positive plays some penalties kind of helped early uh slow riverheads down but didn't keep them out of the end zone so uh fort got a stop on the second drive they were in at the 20 inside the five i think they stopped them at the five um but that was the only stop they got for until like the fourth quarter um so it's just riverheads offense was an absolute machine and i say that because the defense just was absolutely stifling. Uh, Fort's six points came in the fourth quarter, um, and it it just, you know, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, you know, maybe a quick first down, and then, you know, three more plays, and you're putting. It's just, it's hard to handle against any team, and then when you have an offense to go with it, like Riverheads does, you're just going to get behind too quickly, too early, and you make decisions, like go one for it on fourth down in your own territory when you're down two touchdowns, like, you know, you shouldn't, and then you do it. And of course, you know, it's not even that you just don't even get the first down. It's you fumble it and you lose 10 yards in the process and turn the ball over on the 20. You know, it's just that that's the kind of thing that you just don't can't do against Riverhead. You can't give them the ball with a short field because they're going to score on a long field, too. So you might as well let them <laughs> let them run some clock up and maybe you can get the stop. Um, the short field is just where they eat it up. I, I think the only two times I think Riverhead's been stopped in the last two weeks was with a shorter field. To be to be fair, the statistics aren't going to go in your favor. I mean, those are the those are probably the two times, the two last times on a short field, Riverheads aren't going to score. It's just they're too good like that. Um, I mean, Zach had an amazing game: twenty carries, hundred sixty nine, four touchdowns. He he just got what he wanted. Noah had a touchdown. Noah Smiley, Caden Cook, Cash had another touchdown. Three games in a row for the freshman. He runs really, really well. I said it, calling the game, that he, he looks so much like Zach Smiley did when he was a freshman. So that's got to be scary for people to see. And then Cole Burton added on a touchdown, too. Those uh, The Cash and Burton touchdowns were in the second half. 
Riverheads ended up having the third string in and going down to scoring territory and taking penalties so they didn't score and taking knees with like two minutes to go. Like anything they could do to stop scoring. Um, the credit I'll give for is they kept fighting. They didn't lay down. I mean, you could see maybe a little bit of energy come out, but they they did not lay down. And I liked the play call with nicely. They had they had run Reem hard all night. Um, he probably had, you know, 50 yards run rushing or something. And so when they ran the fullback, the fake to the fullback up the middle, and then all of a sudden nicely still had the ball running around the outside, he went 43 yards for a touchdown. And, and it was a great play call. It's just you really want that play to work when it's, you know, a one score game in the second half, not you're already down five, six scores. So um, it, I don't know. It, it was just the theme of the night. I, I mean, I was oh, yeah. watching your score go to 45, nothing. I was watching our score go to 49 to six. I was watching the Cougars go to 42, seven. And it was just all blowouts because it was just one side. I think the Buffalo gap Stanton was the, most surprising blowout, I would say, because mm-hmm. you expect Riverheads, you expect draft. Um, so I don't know. I kind of feel, feel like I really want to see what Gap and Fort do. Of course, we have to wait till the last week of the season to do that. I, I'd really want to see, like, who's better, Fort or Gap? And, uh, you know, is it a measure and stick game this week? Um, I, no, it isn't. In, in two weeks, Riverheads plays Gap. I just. I want to see who's better between those two teams. I want to see who's the third best team in the district, and, and we just won't find out to the last night of the regular season. A couple things, or I guess three things. Uh, one, I don't mind teams going for it on fourth down in a situation where you know you got to get it. Like, what's the difference in losing by 121, really? They count the same. It's one yeah. loss. I just don't like fourth and 10 in your own territory. I don't care. They know what's going to happen if I they just, punt it. You already said it. either Riverheads gets it on a turnover on downs and scores or you punt it and then they score. So just go for it. I don't have a problem with that. Who cares? I didn't. It, I, the play that happened made it worse. I mean, that was okay, like, but I, I don't that's, have a. That's what, but like, then you're you're like, oh, criticizing. Man, that? You're criticizing the result then and not the decision. Sure. I don't have a problem with okay, going for enough. it. Um, fair enough. But in, more importantly, uh. What was Fort's band like? I liked them. They played, and I'm not as prepared as I told you I would be a couple oh hours ago, but they had a time-themed um, uh, set. Mm-hmm. Show. So, yeah, show. So their last song was um, Time Warp. It's like, time, time warp, yeah. You know oh. that song. The mm-hmm. middle song was from... Uh, inception where okay. the whole yeah, movie is yeah. based on time bending and everything. And, uh, man, the first one was like a traditional marching band song and it had to do with time. And, and that's what I wanted to look up and I just didn't come back to it, but it, it was a good, it's strong sound Fort defiance always has a strong sounding yeah. band. Um, they always have solid numbers. Uh, I, I think they weren't moving too much cause I think there's some COVID rules related to that. Right. But, um, they they were stood there. They had a good sound throughout the game. They played uh, some pep stuff that was fun too. So uh, that's that's always who I just consider the best band. I know Wilson makes a run for it. I know we enjoy you know when you've seen Wilson like mm-hmm. they they're a strong band as well. Uh, um, you know that's that's the reason to go to the Fort Wilson game right there. Maybe is to see which band uh, outperforms the other. Which I don't think they're getting both bands on the field or anything, uh, especially this year. But yeah, it was one. It's the stronger band in the area, and uh, they performed well. It was good. Yeah, I was going to say I was jealous. I 
I love seeing Ford's band play. Um, and they're awesome. They are the best band in, in the area. And I know somebody that listens is, uh, you know, I don't know if Fort Defiance is looking to add more music to their, their pep, their pep band stuff, uh, for next year or not. But if they are, uh, if I may make a suggestion, because I've been, you know, I've had some stuff pop up in my Spotify, which if we ever talked about it, it would be hey, all over the spectrum. The Fort band. I, I can get the word in. Sure. I would just recommend Mars from the planets. Um, and if that doesn't ring a bell for you, you hear it sometimes on Saturdays, colleges will play it at their football games. It's the one that's dun, 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 that one. Um, I super big fan of it, which brings me to my next point. The VHSL needs to change the rule on when bands can and can't play. I, why does it matter when they play? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I can't hear. Oh, that's going to make us lose. If you blame a loss on the band, just go ahead and shut your football team down because you're a soft loser. I mean, they do. I think I think what's your probably your problem is, issue is here. They're making one rule for everybody. So the six class six schools. Oh, I don't care. I don't care if it's class six or well, class college, one. They have similar rules. They have. Yeah, rules but I hate it in college too. College, it makes even less sense. Oh, we see a lot of players uh, all talking very, very evenly during a college game at LSU. No, the band does not make a difference at LSU. You know what makes the difference? The eighty or a hundred thousand crazy drunk maniacs that live yeah, in Louisiana come out of the swamp just to watch that team. Like, and then they immediately go back to the swamp and live their hillbilly lives. Like that's what makes the difference. It's not the band. Let the band play. Oh my gosh. People might have fun. We can't have that. Shut it off. Oh, home field advantage. Oh, shut it off. Can't have that. No. Some Timmy can't hear the coach. Well, Timmy learn some signals. They let them in. They let them still do like draw. I think you can still, you can still drum. I think it's the the horns you can't blow. Yeah, that's so dumb. When I that was done after I left high school. Thank goodness. We had some home field advantage at Sharando. We had a five A sized band at a four A school. But, um, yeah. I mean it. And that's what Fort Defiance is is a lot of time. Like they're a lot bigger than than the what school, their school size right? Was too. But I, I just find that to be like the softest thing in the history of sports. Like, and, and when we were at Sharando, we had coaches that complained like, well, we can't, we can't yell the play to our players and they have to come to the sideline. Oh my gosh. Well, let's get some conditioning then. Yeah. The reason you lost by 40 points was because the band was loud. That's why it has nothing to do with your football team being trash. I, I well, just hate that. Maybe it, at Fort Defiance this week, it might have been a positive. It might have been good to hear a little more band. I just think, who cares? Like, again, and at <laughs> high school, it it adds a home field advantage or whatever. I don't think it adds that much of one. But, okay, maybe the crowd likes it. Maybe they play some music that's popular and the people have fun, especially at college, too, where they're playing a lot more and it, people might have fun. Oh, my gosh. My fav- we can't have that. Like, that's so dumb. I hate when- that. When I played for Riverheads and it was the year 2000, we won the state title on the way to the state title in the state semifinal. We played Surrey County. We played it at Sussex Central High School. Surrey had their band there. Knowing how much playing time I was going to receive in this game, zero, uh, I might have paid a little bit of attention to the band at a time or two throughout. And they were awesome. They were the best. Exactly. And it's no band like up here. I mean, it, it was a band from 
down in the 757 and uh they just had so much fun with how they were doing it they didn't you know they weren't militant uh style you know it was a lot more relaxed and a lot more groove to it and i i i loved seeing it and like right i'm i wasn't the only one on the football team that had a comment or two like damn that's awesome <laughs> like that yeah. was really really fun to watch yeah oh yeah oh wow people are having fun and enjoying it yeah. oh Shut that off. Thank goodness the they, VHSL they stepped in. And their football team, and we, we, we took that victory back home. And oh, was, oh, because you were the better, better team, so. and the band the band playing the entire time had nothing to do with the outcome of the game? Oh, that's weird. They, they didn't like losing to this Riverhead team that came out of nowhere, you know? But that's my, that just further proves my point. It has nothing to do on the pairing of the game. It's just a bunch of coaches being soft. James Wood I, had a soft coach at the time who just loved to complain because we would kick the poo out of them every year because their football team's not any good. <laughs> And Millbrook did the same thing. Millbrook cried and complained. Oh, the band's making too much noise. We can't hear. You know what the coach really didn't like? After the Saturday morning, after we beat their tail off, I would stand on his front door and play the fight song again for him so he could hear it. You run him off to draft? It's actually Coach Bowers. I like Coach Bowers. (laughs) But... I actually like Coach Bowers, but you brought him you brought him down this way. Thanks. Coach Bowers actually was not one of the people that complained. Actually, a coach at Powhatan complained one year. We that was a road game. We went on the road and they called timeout. Yeah, they called timeout because we were playing during the game, thinking we would stop during the timeout, and we just kept playing. And then he got really mad and started pointing at us. But I what a loser coach that he was. He ended up winning the game. But anyway, loser mentality. <laughs> All right, so the other game of the night, draft, uh, beat down on Wilson. Um, nice had two touchdown runs. Howard, a 68-yard touchdown catch. Roach and Fitzgerald both had touchdowns. I, I believe there was a block punt into the end zone by the Balzer kid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Wilson scored late. That was 99 to nothing. Stewart's drafted outscored their opponents before Wilson scored late in that ballgame. Still, even without the shutout, drafts having an incredibly good defensive run on this season. And we'll see if they can continue it. Everything's going to come to a head against Riverheads, but we'll see what they can do between now and then. I think they ran more of a traditional offense this week. That's what I was hearing. Mm -hmm. I don't think they were as creative, I guess I would say, as they were in the first half of the gap game. And that seemed to work for them against Wilson. That's two rough games against Wilson, but the good thing for Wilson is every game the rest of the way is going to be easier than what you just had these last two games. So (laughs) hopefully they've learned some stuff. You know, they've they've seen the hardest, and if they think – they got to play at that level to win. They might can find a victory down the stretch here, you know, having played those tough teams. We'll see what they can do. They have Stanton ahead of them. Um, I think Buffalo Gap this week. We'll see what they can do. You're shaking your head. I don't know why they couldn't beat Stanton. No, they can beat Stanton. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, yes, they played the two toughest games on their schedule, but this week's not going to – I don't think this week is going to be a good week if you're a Wilson Memorial fan. I just don't see how you win this game. But yeah, they're playing gap. I mean, if if you get your defense going and can keep gaps, I mean, you know they're going to run the ball. You know they're going to run the ball and keep them one-dimensional, and if you can be successful against it, keep the scoring low. Yeah, they've done a really good job of that against Riverheads, who's also one-dimensional. But um, Yeah, Riverheads threw on them. Draft threw on them. But 42-7, anyway, I was disappointed with the 7. I wanted to see I, him I, get I another shutout. talking about that, whatever. I wanted them to go into that. I thought if they got another, I honestly started thinking like this draft team might be able to pitch a shutout the first five games of the year. And we go into the Riverheads game. That defense hasn't given up a single point. That would be awesome. That'd be something. I, I don't, I think what you said off air 
and I'm going to repeat it. And no, it, it was just a it. joke. I'm not I mean, you're serious. joking about putting those starters back in to keep the shutout. <laughs> oh, no, that no I was way. serious. That I was no serious. Way. I would have put the starters up. back in to keep the no, shutout. Yeah. You don't, like, it's a whole team out there. You got to – there's moments like this is the pressure on you. You come in, you got to maintain it. And they, they didn't maintain the shutout. They still got a big win. Um, But that's that's part of the team. Like once you go to second string – it, it needs to say second straight unless things mm-hmm. are getting real crazy. Like, see, that's how you build don't, a rivalry. I, you don't see that with these teams. That's how you build a rivalry. See, Sharando did that to James Wood one year. This was well before I was in school. This was back in the 90s. Sharando uh, was beating them like 49 to nothing or something. And James Wood started driving on the third string defense. And the coach at the time, Walter Barr, pulled his third string defense and put his starters back in to make sure they didn't score. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Especially if your guys are standing over there getting cold. I, I don't think that's the right move. <laughs> uh, Waynesboro fell again. Uh, I, I think I think Rockbridge is good. I, I'm not yeah. going to – I think Rockbridge is good. I think that's what I see this week. Oh, you see Miller J throwing for four touchdowns. Uh, the McClun kid caught two of those, ran for another two himself. Um, he's a – I mean, they just have a, kind of a dynamic duo right there with those guys. Um, Waynesboro scored in the second quarter, so it wasn't, it wasn't a late touchdown. I mean, they scored – uh, to make it uh, 20, I thought I had this note. Waynesboro scored in the second quarter on mm. a screen pass to make it 28 to six. So it was getting away from them, but they still scored there. So like, I'm giving them some credit. They put in a freshman quarterback to give him some experience late, and he had some success, you know, getting some passing yards. So I, you know, that's what Waynesboro's got to do. If you're not going to win the game, find ways to grow and get better. And it's it's cool to get that kid in and see what he can do. That Wyatt Harris kid. So I. This wasn't a game we thought Waynesboro was going to win. They play East Rock. All loss East Rock on the season. 0-3 versus 0-4 next week. That might be the most competitive game we get this coming week. And I'm hopeful for Waynesboro. Nothing against East Rock. I, I you know, I, I generally like East Rock. But if you're going to go 0-4, you might as well go 0-5 and let's see Waynesboro win a game. Like, that's that's my I opinion. love it. Let's go. I'm going to pick Waynesboro. I think Waynesboro is going to get this win. I, I know this Rockbridge game was so. lopsided, but the other – the other game, they hung in there for a half against Wilson, and then the second half got away from them. They hung with Harrisonburg all the way to the end. I think, I think they're going to hang with East Rock. I, I like them, so I'm going to go ahead think and. They hang. I hope they win. I think they're going to go take down the East Rock Eagles. Come on, little Giants, get that win. Um, but yeah, Miller J lighting them up. I mean, that just. Again, yeah, I, I mean, just wish they. Miller J is going to do that next week against somebody else too. So I wish they would play Riverheads. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Wilson at at Gap, like we said. Draft at Port Defiance. Riverheads at Stanton. Uh, Radio's at Draft Fort. Uh, yes. So Fort's Fort's just got to come out with with the hopes that they did against Riverheads and didn't. They got to be successful with it against Draft. We've seen over the years some tighter games between these two teams, even when Draft's good than uh, other years. Have to watch out for that. I don't see it being that way i just don't i, don't I, I think, think any draft runs away i think draft really is good yeah when you uh, say waynesboro really. east rock is going to be the closest game i i yeah. mean we're talking by like 20 points riverhead stanton will be a similar score as we saw last week just because they'll take his foot off the gas yeah so when we look at the playoff ratings though leland to switch the conversation to postseason side we're uh, halfway through the season there's no reason not to look at power ratings like halfway through the season mm-hmm. is plenty Plenty time. Riverheads, no shock, is the one seed, and I, they might already have it locked up. Um, 
In one B, in one B, they might. What you want to watch for, they haven't announced where these state title games are. I think we assumed they were in Salem, and anything about Salem on that VHSL website came down. Mm. So I don't know if they're playing at neutral site, collecting people. It would seem not to make sense to to collect people at a time like this. Play it at it a higher seat. It could be higher seat things. So Riverhead. That's how they did basketball. With their sites, as Riverheads always are, is on the whole thing. You start watching all of Class 1, and they the next best team has 18 power points. Riverheads has 22. That's a that's a nice little gap to have. Riverheads going to have to go undefeated if you want this. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. But you just want to keep watching that. Them staying ahead, they're going to keep playing Class 2 teams the rest of the way, especially with draft with a lot of wins mm-hmm. if they're able to win that game. Like, they could lock up the number one seed overall, and that could mean the state championship goes through Greenville. I don't know if that's the announced how it's going to go down well but we, i would just like to be prepared for that if I'm i was going to say like, you saying that is yeah. not like a total out of nowhere speculation i mean we did see them do that for basketball so right um in 2b though Stewart draft is the top seed right now with 21.3 strasburg is 18 and i think and i think draft is high there too like in class two but mm-hmm. yeah strasburg is 18.6 seven uh and they're the two seed page is three at 18 and uh clark also at 18 is the four now good news for gap they're fifth they're at 16.3 but clark county has already had their game for this weekend first strasburg canceled uh due to covid so clark county will not be playing strasburg did find another opponent their opponent though is going to be a class up, and it's going to be Independence High School uh, up there in Loudoun County. So I don't know how they're doing because we don't have their power ratings in front of me right now, but it's a big jump up for them. So that's going to be a big game for Strasburg. If they win, could mean a ton of points. Um, But in terms of Clark County, that will help Buffalo Gap because they're going to play a game, and they will most likely win their game against a Class 3 opponent in Wilson whereas Clark County is not playing at all. Independence is one and two right now. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know, though. I mean, they're in Loudoun County, so I don't know who those one they and two is against. They must have gotten their game with Dominion canceled. So, yeah, their losses are to Tuscora, who is a playoff. That's a good team. Yep. Laid, Loudoun, and that was 70-27. to 27. Jeez. Uh, Loudoun Valley, they lost 37-7. They beat Heritage Leesburg 44-42. I don't know enough about Valley and Heritage this year, but yeah, yeah Tuscarora is usually yes. a team that is deep in the postseason. So we'll see. I mean, that could, I mean, if it's a tough team for Strasburg to play, that's tough for them. What I was going to say without knowing what you were just saying is you don't want to see if you're Buffalo Gap, Strasburg, Page, and Clark do the triangle of defeats and each one of them have one loss. You, mm-hmm. you do not want to see that because then you're going to be outside looking in. You've got to get one of those other teams to be four and two uh, so that you hope you're potential four and two if you do lose to riverheads is better than someone else's four and two um so that's that's gaps look there uh gap needs a little bit of help here like if they're gonna lose another game they're just gonna have to have a little they can't just depend on their own fate here they're gonna have to watch what these other teams are doing um stewart's draft if they you know if they go undefeated then they'll be the one seed if they lose to riverheads they'll they're gonna stay up there in that one or one or two spot well, and like they're we said, gonna, 
but yeah. but we were talking about in terms of you can't lose another game other than the Riverheads game if you're Buffalo Gap. Yeah. Right. Um, because be, right now, be yeah, right now you have 16.3 to 18. That's what you're chasing. Yep. Then there is a jump off a cliff to 11.67 with, with Loray and Stanton. Those are the teams we consider out because just because yep. looking at the math right now, it's hard to imagine a scenario where they get in. So if you're Buffalo Gap, that's what we're talking about. When you lose another game other than the Riverheads game, you are now out. And even with that loss, it's going to be tough because as you said, if you're Stewart's draft, you're hoping that triangle of defeat happens because then if you lose to Riverheads, you're still going to be the one seed in that scenario. Yeah. If yep. if Strasburg or Page or Clark were to run the table, then maybe not Clark now because they're going to have one less game, but it gets to be iffy. Although I don't know, maybe Clark on one of these other weeks will try to schedule two games. I don't know. The, the only thing I even look outside of this is knowing that we thought LeRae was one of the best teams in the area before the season, they didn't have one of their best players in their two losses. He, they have them back. They looked much better in the last game. You, if you're Buffalo Cap, you don't want to watch LeRae start winning behind you either. Uh, I mean, they have a very similar power rating, and you already beat them. That's not a great sign. So I say LeRae's out. Uh, they're like five LeRae points behind all almost. A couple of weeks ago, I, I wonder if Holloway makes that much of a difference. I don't know. They're not that close power rating wise. They're five points behind, aren't they? Loray is at eleven point six. Buffalo oh, Gap is sixteen point three. I, I was one. Down. I thought Gap was down eleven. They're at sixteen. Yeah, my bad. Yep. On the class three side, um, our teams don't have to worry about it. We'll just leave it. Yeah, at we that. don't. We're not going to have a class three team in there. Rockbridge is third. Rockbridge is third. I think the winner TA of the valley is four. Gets yeah, and that, and that very well could be it. I, I think you need to win this valley to get in. We'll see. Monticello's not great. That would be who steals another spot from him. I think looking at one and one Liberty Christian Academy down there, I wonder I wonder what the, the schools they have lined up to play. They gotta play Brookville and Heritage if they haven't already. I don't think they're beating mm-hmm. either one of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what playoffs are looking like right now. It's tough. I mean, that's what we said at the preseason. We only mm-hmm. have one two maybe, you know, two teams in hoping for a third we're not hoping any better right now and even like two, two looks legitimate i i don't three is gonna be tough three is gonna be tough at, i think we're, we're all, i still i'm still of the belief that it's gonna be just riverheads and just draft at this point yeah all right in high school volleyball uh i'm gonna be honest to our listeners the websites <laughs> from the schools are updating terribly in volleyball so that's gonna be a little bit of lack of our uh, knowledge on this four two and two they lost the two games against Rockbridge. they've come back with two wins so good on them they beat stanton they beat gap uh riverheads beat stanton that was their first game um so this week we're looking at that riverhead sport game uh it's you know the two you know just going back to the girl sports of the of the winter season that we just had uh riverheads and fort had some good little matchups in basketball those were teams that were kind of the late last ones playing um, so it'll, it'll be an interesting volleyball game. Riverheads went to a state title last year. Fort went to state playoffs. That that's why it's a big game. So, uh, you look for that. And also this Fort draft game drafts undefeated two and zero right now. Uh, draft has had their history with good volleyball teams and good runs. So maybe this is one of those years that we just, we're just seeing the beginning of. And now that you just said that Wilson beat Stewart's draft three to one. Well, I jinxed them. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> so I hope you're happy, Leland. That's what happens. Even so not though, a lot to talk about Volvo right now. Uh, we will get to know more. Uh, I'll try to turn some on the on the NFHS. I just haven't had a chance this last week or two, but we'll see what we got. Yeah, I would love to say I'm going to watch Riverhead's Fort uh, online, but when we get to the D block, you'll find out why that's probably actually not going to happen. Uh oh, what's wrong with Joe? All right, college basketball. We are going to dig into in the B block, so just hold on for that, and we'll mm-hmm. be back to talk about that. But first, college football, the thing we got to mention, JMU, second week in a row, still on COVID hold. The game against Richmond at home, which stinks for uh, Harrisonburg fans, uh, postponed or canceled. I guess they're calling them postponements, but I don't know when they happen if they aren't playing. I was going to say, it was my understanding the playoffs backed up pretty close. So Yeah, so So that's a game against William & Mary last week, a game against Richmond, both at home. Now you have away games at William & Mary and at Richmond uh, next on the schedule. You just have to hope to play at this point. I don't know what the how it's going to work for how many games you got to have to be in this postseason or what, but I just remember JMU being like one of those last teams standing in the fall saying like, you know, we want to play, we're going to play, and they didn't not play until everybody else had sat down. It's just – just seeing them get knocked out on their own accord now is just, uh. All right, Leland, let's take a look at the brackets. The brackets are out. Before we start the men's bracket. bracket for what? Is this another Re- Cup, Reese Cup bracket? Or this is the Marvel movie bracket. The bracket. We're not doing Marvel movies because Marvel movies are trash. Um, but before we get to the men's tournament bracket, I want to say congrats to Kenny Brooks and Virginia Tech women making it as a seven seed in the women's Heck tournament. Yeah. So good for them. JMU's women came up just short in that CAA title game. I think they lost in overtime, actually, to Drexel. So heartbreaking stuff there. Uh, but let's talk about this men's bracket, Leland. Uh, let's go with, I'll start. West, top left. Um, what do you want to do here? Just talk about upsets. Upsets in the first round. Upsets in the first round. I've got two. I've got right. the Creighton Blue Jays getting bounced by the Gauchos of California, yep. Santa Barbara. I have that too. And I'm wearing black because it's going to be a day of mourning for those who's. I got yeah. my Ohio Bobcats, baby. Let's go, both. Bobcats. Woo! I got it both because I had UVA. Like no matter what, I all I, I pick UVA out early every year. So no matter what, I'm picking them out in the first weekend. And I was like, I looked at that uh, USCB who I have winning that second game against Ohio. I was like, I'll have to beat Virginia well. anyway. Virginia's going down to Ohio. I I pick them to lose in the first round as much as I can, and I am doing it right now as well. Uh. And that's my only upsets. Me and you match on upsets there. So. Yeah, I love the Ohio Bobcats. I'm going to be rocking my I, visor that day. I'm going to be all in on Ohio. All Ohio's in. Ohio's your team, too. That's what I was. I mean, I texted you as soon as it came up. I was like, oh. I was excited because I knew they were in because I saw them win the MAC championship and I was excited about it. And uh, then I saw them get paired up with UVA. And then the news comes out UVA won't be able to practice until like the day before the game. 
or two days before the yeah. game, I guess. And then they won't even be able to arrive until that. the day before the yeah. game. Oh, it's just playing into it. It's just so yeah. perfect. It's so delicious. I love it. I cannot the wait picks, for the Ohio the, Bobcats to feast on UVA. The picks I have here, I did like at 730 uh, on after they announced it. Like a half oh, that's hour after it was announced, I was done with my bracket. So like, I, I did it 30 any, minutes before we came on here. So Any news of Monday didn't weigh in on what I have here. Now, I'm not saying I might not switch to a pick or something. I can argue either way on any one of these picks. I've lift, listened to people's brackets all day mm-hmm. long on Tony Kornheiser's show, so I can argue either way. You're not going to change my mind. But, yeah, I have exactly what you have there. I have the 12 versus 13 Ohio in that second round. I got USC, uh, UCSB winning that game, then losing to the Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I got Kansas uh, beating uh, USC, and I have Iowa – beating Oregon, and then I have Wrong. Kansas. You like Oregon, huh? I can't stand Iowa. Iowa are the biggest frauds in this tournament. There I said it. I have them losing the next game, so I have them losing to Kansas. But Kansas is without a guy or two. Yeah, they'll be fine by then. That's what that, like, that's where I'm shaky down here. So you might see changes by uh, Friday morning in this area because I, Kansas, I, I heard more news about Kansas. That might make a change. Hey, but if, I have Gonzaga if you're shaky about Kansas, you better take USC or you better start quacking because it ain't going to be Iowa. USC's got some tall guys out there. Yeah. Um, All right. But you, you have Gonzaga, Gonzaga in your out. final four? Yeah. Okay, same. All right, All right. Let's go bottom left. Sure. All right. That's the East region. It's Michigan's region if you like to do it by one seeds. All right. I'll go with my upsets this time. Okay. And we're counting nines as upsets, yes? Yes, because okay. that's a higher number than okay. the eight. I, some people don't classify it. I'm just specifying. Bob the Ryan audience. from the Boston Globe is his own own feature there. Okay. Uh, Georgetown over Colorado because I'm drinking no. a little bit of Kool Aid. No. I have Michigan State beating UCLA and then mm-hmm. beating BYU. Yes. I have Maryland beating Connecticut. No. And then that's it. I have St. Bonaventure taking down LSU. See, I think LSU's strong. I no, they're fake. I think they're strong. I think they're fake. Um, I think they beat Son- beat Son- beat St. Bonaventure. I don't. I don't have much more than that. But I have the Bonnies being my only. Uh, well, no, I had Michigan State. Um, but other than those two, that's it for me. Michigan State beat all kinds of teams this year and then lost to all kinds of teams this year. So I really think he'll have them coached up to win at least these first two games. And mm-hmm. so that's 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 kind of what I'm 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 riding Izzo. I, and like in March, that's not a dangerous game to play. Yeah, I agree. So then I have Michigan beating LSU, Florida State beating Georgetown. Then I have Texas beating Michigan State and Alabama beating Maryland. Okay, I have Michigan beating the Bonnies. I have Colorado beating Florida State. Mm-hmm. I've got Texas beating Michigan State, and I've got mm-hmm. Bama beating UConn. So then I have Michigan beating Florida State, and I have Texas beating Alabama, and I have Texas coming out of the East region. Wow. I have Michigan beating Colorado. I have Texas beating Bama. That's a game I could go either way on. That I'm very worried about that game. I think the winner of that game goes to the Final Four, and beats Michigan. I picked Texas, so I also have Texas in my final four. This is interesting. We're go. two for two. Wow. Shaka. I didn't this think is... you like Shaka. I don't like Shaka, but I think he's... I don't like Shaka's new hair. I he's... think he needs to go bald again. I think he's a good coach. I just hate that he took VCU to a final four. Yeah. I didn't hate on that. 
Well, it was when they were rivals with JMU in the CAA, and they stole a tournament spot from Virginia Tech. Is it when you guys thought you were rivals with them in the CAA? Uh, we beat them, okay, occasionally. <laughs> it wasn't some UVA-Virginia Tech football rivalry. Um, all right, south, top right. I have – got- it's the Baylor region. I've got, in terms of upsets, I've got Winthrop beating Villanova. I know that's going to make John upset. Uh, John – was sure to tell me this morning, make sure you talk about Villanova. Uh, I don't think he meant this way, but I've got Winthrop taking him out. <laughs> Winthrop is only had one loss on the regular season, yeah. uh, and that's a really, really good Winthrop team. So I think Villanova, a team that has been kind of shaky here at the end of the season, I like Winthrop to take them down. What uh, I have let's see. also heard about, Win- about Villanova is that their their best two players are hurt. So Ooh, That's not even COVID. Had, yeah, that's injury. I had Villanova picked here. I didn't know about the hurt thing, so I had plans to probably go back to Winthrop and see what they were. So uh, I'm not saying you're convincing me. I was already thinking this. It may be no, that that's way okay. I've got, um, let's see, other upsets. I've got Colgate taking down the cavity creeps of Arkansas and moving on. That's my big upset uh, in this tournament. And then I have Virginia Tech chomping down on the Gators. Yeah, you do. You have to. I obviously have that and some more, uh, but then I am pretty, I don't have the Colgate. I have Arkansas because it's our Kansas. It's not just my Kansas. It's our Kansas. And then the other one people talk about, and I'm not, I have North Carolina selected here, but a lot of people are taking Wisconsin there. I just, I know everybody says Wisconsin's battle tested, but like they're battle tested and lost a lot of those battles. I think Alta it goes Vista back was to was battle these, tested too. Yeah. These other, yeah, like Alta Vista has played a lot of good teams and then they go play Riverhead and get beat too. Like, okay, that's a good news clip. So, um, I'm just, I think, I think North Carolina gets that game. That's a, that's a heck of an eight, nine game to watch. You oh, know, yeah. like those programs playing each other, you'd expect that in the final four or the elite eight or something. So that's, that's a heck of a matchup on, uh, just for names alone. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty chalky up here. I am going to move that Winthrop game and then I got tech. So I got Tech beating Florida, and then I'm going to advance our bracket a little bit here. I got Tech because I think Tech is good enough to be a seven seed. So I have them beating Florida because I think they're better than Florida. And then I always have Tech winning a game they shouldn't in my bracket. It's just how I roll. I just always have them one more game than I should. I haven't beaten Ohio State. I like that we got Ohio State because I am not super impressed with Ohio State the other times I saw them. I think they looked decent in that Big Ten championship game right before the bracket thing. I'm not saying they didn't look good then, but other times I've watched Ohio State this season, I kept thinking, like, man, they're not that great. And that's why I think Illinois does look good. And that's why Michigan looked really good at times is because I think they're better than Ohio State. And I so I got Hokies winning that game. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm nervous about the Florida game. Yeah. I think they'll beat Florida because they have a size advantage on Florida, which is usually what kills Tech when they lose games. They do not have said side advantage, size advantage against Ohio State. I think Ohio State runs them off the floor. I don't think that's a close game. Right. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, but I just don't see it. Um, I also don't like Florida basketball because they look like the Finney Smith kid from us and then that guy that we don't talk about. Who? Yeah. Like some... Black? Black scissors, sh- black, scissors no. black shears, something, something like that. Something like that. He some guy who's dead to me. And I didn't like that. Yeah, some guy so, who's dead to me. Yep. So, heck with Florida. I like that we're playing them so we can beat them heads up and just say, you take some of our players, we beat you in the tournament. 
Okay, so yeah, I, wow. I have to recalibrate after then the That's wild. Fine. But I've got Ohio State. Um, I don't know if you picked this one. I got Texas Tech taking down Colgate. I got not just Texas Tech beating that winning in that game. I haven't beaten Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I have Mac McClellan hitting a game winner to do it. Okay. For bonus points, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I've got Winthrop beating Purdue because I said I was the biggest frauds in the tournament. Purdue are the second biggest frauds in this Ooh. tournament. And let me tell you, this is where uh, the, you know, dollars here and there that get wagered on <laughs> sporting events every once in a while. This is where it gets personal for me. I Purdue has cost me more games than I think any team in this field. I cannot stand Purdue. I When I pick them, they lose. And when I don't, they win. I've got Winthrop, who is a really good team. I got him taken out Purdue, which probably means they'll win the whole thing now. But I think Winthrop wipes out Purdue. Well, I actually still have Purdue advancing to play Baylor there. So I, mm-hmm. I guess I'm emphatically wrong, according to you. And that's, and that's fine. Um, since I'm, I'm just uneasy about that Winthrop. I don't know. That's where I'm at. So you have, I mean, you have, you got, you got Winthrop in the elite eight. Good for them. I, I mean, they've, they've made a run before, haven't they? Didn't no, they I have Winthrop in the sweet 16. Before? Yeah. Yeah. They've made a run. Oh before. yeah. It is just sweet 16. Sorry. My bad. I've got Baylor beating UNC. I have, yeah, I have Baylor winning that and I have Baylor beating Purdue. I have Baylor beating. So let's go down back down here to the bottom. So you got Texas Tech against Ohio State. What do you got there? I have Ohio State. Yeah. See, I have a mess of Texas Tech versus Virginia Tech. <laughs> See, that's a game I actually like Virginia Tech in because Texas Tech yeah, is rather too, sloppy with I the ball. It and I got Virginia Tech in the elite. Eight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it. I know I have a home record. I know. I know. Oh, I do. I'm Leland. not denying it. I but really I'm hope your bracket so doesn't get I'll blown up the in the one first round. On all of you, if I'm right, so your bracket has the biggest potential to just get shattered in the first yes. round. Yes, Florida wins, and I'm just crying. Yep, that's that's where we're at. I'm I'm comfortable with what I've done. Okay. I know what I am. All right. Well, as long as you know, I've got Baylor in the Final Four uh, as they beat Ohio yes, State. In the I don't have Virginia Tech beating Baylor. I did. I did stop short of that. Wow, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Okay. <laughs> Now here so is. So I said, I always have Virginia Tech winning one more game than they probably should. I have Virginia Tech like winning like two or three games more than they probably should. So <laughs> this is the region that um, everyone's laughing at Leland for having Virginia Tech in their elite eight. This is the region where I'll get a little weird. Uh, first round upsets. My, it's my turn for upsets. And okay. I got, yeah, you go. You I got, go. Everybody wants Loyola playing Illinois in that second game. I got Georgia Tech winning. I got Georgia Tech riding a little bit of high here, and I got them winning. One game. I have Syracuse beating San Diego State because I don't think San Diego State is anything. I watched them the other day. I didn't like them. I've heard some negative. I think Cuse with their weird you know, uh, zone defense screws up San Diego State in that game, and they, and they get that win. And then that's it. That's it? Okay. I got Clemson. I got Clemson beating records. You probably don't. I've got, in terms of upsets, we go all the way down for me to Liberty. I've got them taking out Oklahoma State. I think they got enough experience there. Oh, in the dude, I like Okie State. I like Okie State. I got Okie State going. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Liberty is going to beat them. Really, that one player is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've watched him, and they're a good team. I just think Liberty's got a lot of experience. I think Liberty has some good guards, too. So I, I like Liberty to take out Oklahoma yeah. State. I'm mad at Liberty. The Maybe only... Yeah, well, rightfully so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will take Rutgers to beat Clemson, yeah. and then I, I am done do. with first-round upsets. All right, so get weird on me. What you got here? It's gonna if you're gonna get real weird, it's gonna start getting weird now. What do you got? It's gonna get weird. All right, let's buckle up, folks. I have that Illinois Loyola Chicago match, and I've got Sister Jean dancing her way into ah. a Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> I've got him taking out no. Illinois in the no. second round. See, this is where we fundamentally are gonna different because I have Illinois going quite a ways. I've got Liberty taking out Tennessee ah. <laughs> and going to the Sweet oh. Sixteen. Yeah, I got Okie State beating Tennessee. And then I have West Virginia beating San Diego State. I've got Houston beating Rutgers. I'm t- I'm hung up down there on that Houston. Mine's a Houston-Clemson game. I have West Virginia winning the other one. I, I'm hung up on that Clemson-Houston game. Clemson played well there at one point, but it hasn't been for a while. I just don't know enough about Houston is my issue. But I think either way, as much as I hate it, I think West Virginia beats Clemson or Houston. So I just I got to figure out that mm-hmm. one game down there. Okay. I I have Clemson marked here, but I I've been ever since I clicked it, I was like ah, I don't know about this. But I have West Virginia playing Illinois in that Elite Eight game. See, because and I have Illinois winning it. Because I don't super buy into Oklahoma State. I don't super buy into West Virginia, who I watched lose to Oklahoma State. I watched West Virginia lose some games. I think they don't they didn't have any business losing this year. So I think Houston I don't like beats, West Virginia. I think they have a nice ride. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, West I, I think Houston them. beats an inconsistent West Virginia team and punches their ticket to an Elite Eight. And then I have Sister Jean playing Liberty, the Catholics versus the Baptists. <laughs> and I've got I've got the Catholics in this one of Loyola Chicago going to the Elite Eight. Against wow, Houston. What if they do this again? That'd be crazy. I got Illinois coming out here. I got Illinois beating West Virginia, so I got Illinois coming out. Final you got four. Illinois in the Final Four. I do, and you're gonna hear me say their name again too. Okay, I, that's fine. You're entitled to your wrong opinion because again, they're losing to Loyola <laughs> Chicago. Um, I've got Loyola they're Chicago cool, beating Houston and going back to the Final Four. That's the one I told you but right before we start, I was like, one of these, you're going to be, I'm going to yeah. floor you with a final four. At least I have some like options here where as bad as my Virginia tech homerism is up top, it could be equally bad down there for Loyola. So you could shut up immediately. Uh, we both could be quiet. <laughs> you're going to feel so scared when Loyola just absolutely dump trucks, Georgia, Georgia tech. tech. Yeah. They're going to run them over, and you're going to be like, "Uh uh-oh, Joe was right. (laughs) Illinois is not good, okay? Let me just – I don't believe in Illinois. I know they looked great. I know they – didn't they win the Big Ten championship, or they lost in the – yeah. Nope, they won it. They won it. Oh, yeah, because they're the one seed. It's like Christmas, so yeah. Yeah, I just don't believe in them. The Ohio Bobcats almost beat them, and they're a 13 seed. Um, So I don't – they did. It was like a one-possession game. And what killed me, Ohio was winning that game for the longest time. I was rooting so hard for the podcast. Anyway, my final four. I have Gonzaga versus Texas. So does Leland. I've got Gonzaga. I just can't do it. I still got Illinois. You have Gonzaga losing to Texas? Or what are we doing here? We're in the final four. Gonzaga losing to Illinois. 
okay, I've got Gonzaga beating Texas to get into the national championship. I have Baylor beating Loyola Chicago. I think Sister Jean's run ends with Baylor. I've got Gonzaga Baylor. That's been the top two teams most of the year. That's, I was going to say, it's the teams I feel like have been the best all year. It, blind, if you're, I hadn't seen a bracket, I would have predicted Gonzaga Baylor. Um, so it just felt right to have it. I've got Gonzaga cutting down the nets. I think Mark Few and those boys bring it home this year. This is the year for them to do it. Uh, I, I got Illinois doing it over Gonzaga. I, a couple weeks ago, picked Michigan. Like two weeks ago, I was like, Michigan's got it. Michigan's the number one. That's who I have. I can't believe them hiring. I mean, I joked about them hiring Juwan Howard, and they did it, and I just thought it was a joke come true. He's he's done well there, so I was I was wrong. I'll say that there. Two weeks ago, I had Michigan. I said, I'm picking Michigan. These last couple of years, I've kind of picked a national champion and haven't hated it, uh, how my bracket worked out by picking one a couple of weeks early. Just the heck with the matchups. I'm getting rid of it. But then, like, ever since I said that in my mind, every time I watched Michigan, I didn't like what I saw. And I didn't like Jawan Howard nearly getting a fight with Maryland's coach. I, I, I'm I, off Michigan. I think if they come alive and win this whole darn thing, then shame on me. But I just, two weeks ago, that was the who I was going to select to win it all. And I got off the train. So um, I just went to another Big Ten team, I guess. Yeah, but you should have hopped on that Loyola train. Um, yeah, I'm not there. So what I'm really excited, though, about is that tech has that everything's pushed today. So instead of Thursday at noon, everything's starting it's Friday at noon. Everything's eight. I love that Tech's in that first game. Let's get it. Let's get it. We got Jim Nance. Everybody's going to be watching us for at least that. I mean, and, and they're going to stick with us because we're going to be winning and we're going to be that first upset in the first game. We're not really an upset because we're better than Florida. Yeah. Wow. Um, let me just say. I picked Virginia Tech to beat Florida. I think Virginia Tech as a 10 seed was offensive. That being said, when I'm on Twitter, when I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing all these people be like, I love the way this region sets up for Virginia Tech and blah, blah, blah. I That's just, they think like me in Ohio State. I just want to <laughs> grab them and shake them because I'm like, you're the same person who said, don't worry, Justin Fuente's fine. Like, you just have a problem grasping actual reality. I wanted to slide up into a seven seed is what I was hoping. I wanted to stay out of that eight, nine game. I just wanted to slide up into oh, a seven. I wanted to be a six. UNC, six like, needed to be a six. Yeah. Six needed to be, be great. Yeah. Needed yeah. to beat UNC to get a prayer of but that. Just but just where bracketology was, I was like, all right, slide up to beat UNC. We can slide up to a seven. And, and then maybe, you know, then I start thinking about six, you know, can, I'm only going one, but I just didn't want to be in that eight, nine game. Mm-mm. I don't. We would have won it though if we just would have beat Bama that other year. Uh, we would have won that next game against like Villanova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I just think yeah. When I look at this, when I look at this region for Virginia Tech, since and we'll talk about UVA. We both got them going out early because of you know I COVID think they protocols have a road, and though. stuff. Like, we have them going out early, but they have a road that is manageable. They don't. Until, they don't until, until they have until to play Ohio, Ohio State. State. Goes out with COVID. And they and are uh, that's the I, only no, way they on. get past Ohio State. That's you know what? No, 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 no. I jumped over to UVA. Sorry, I, I'm not on Ohio State anymore. I'm on Ohio. Oh, I'm talking about Virginia Tech. Yeah, okay, hold on. We'll go to UVA Tech. in a second. Sorry, I, skipped, I skipped ahead. Okay, I thought you were talking about Virginia Tech has a very manageable I'm thing. Out of a homer like, bracket. What do you want from me? I'm, I just picked my favorite team to win a bunch of games. What do you, I have no explanation. I just Mike Young's gonna eat a bunch of popcorn for a week. This is the one for money, right? And charity, I do one bracket everywhere. So. Okay, good. I just wanted to be 
sure. Yeah, one one yeah. bracket man. Okay. Yeah, I don't have time for all these different brackets, asking for money, kids there, kids there. No, I'm a one bracket man. But I just, uh, I, like, when I see that, and I see all these people that are, you know, quote unquote, you know, oh, we're experts and we're, you know, we're really plugged into the tech program. I'm like, obviously not. You're not plugged into anything except something that we can't talk about on this podcast because I, I just don't understand. I watched Ohio State play this year. I've watched Virginia Tech play this year. There is no universe short of Ohio State having to forfeit due to COVID that I see Virginia Tech beating them. I hope you're wrong. I just, in general, didn't mind like being in a 7-10 game. I wish we were a 7, not a 10. But I don't mind being in that 7-10 game because when I saw like what they were projected for the two seeds, which was what it ended up being, Iowa, Ohio State, uh, Alabama, and Houston, I was like, I'd much rather be dealing with that in the second game than I would uh, Michigan, Illinois, Gonzaga, and Baylor. Like so, I, that's my logic of being satisfied with the seven ten. I just, I, I just also, you know, when you see people talking about like of the two seeds, I'm like, of the two seeds, I think this is the worst one to draw. It's either them or Alabama. I, Iowa, I, I had, I don't have enough time to talk about how much I hate Iowa on this podcast. I think they're going to get killed by Oregon. I don't even think that one's going to be close. I think people are going to get to see how bad the Iowa Hawkeyes really are at basketball. I, I just don't think that is a team that even belongs in the tournament. Well, they belong in the tournament, but they don't kick them out. They don't be. They shouldn't be a two seed. Yeah, I went a little far. They belong in the tournament, but they they're definitely not a two seed. <laughs> they're going to drop like. 48 spots. I'd kick them out of the tournament. Out of yeah, Texas <laughs> Texas is who I would have as a two-seed. I'd have West Virginia as a two-seed ahead of them. I, I don't like Iowa. I think I cannot believe Iowa's a two-seed. You hate the caucus. I hate Iowa. I just, I hate watching them play. I don't think they're good. Corn. You're not into corn. I get it. Um. All right. Talking about UVA, because that's the other local team, and we promised we would. I think they have a manageable route. I know I picked them to lose the first game. I know no matter what happened, I'd have them lose in the second game, too. But if you uh. look at it from a UVA goggles, like, where's the Michigan State you guys are always afraid of? Where's, like, this other teams that are very good? Creighton's no good. Like, oh, yeah. You could be touching, like, that's who you could have in the second game very easily. And Creighton's coach is a terrible person, and they don't want to be playing for him. Like, you're playing a 12 seed, a 13 seed, and then maybe a 12 seed. And I, I have the least confidence in that five seed that's sitting there. I was so going like, to say, yeah. I, you're not going to beat Gonzaga. You got killed by 60 earlier in the year. Like, you're not going to do that. So no, no matter what, it's all for naught. You're not going to go far. But I, if I'm Virginia, I'm not complaining about my ranking. When I found out before the rankings got announced, I, I read the thing where it was like, we're going to have these four extra teams. The first one gets slid into the first spot. So I just like had this whole thing. Imagine like, all right, UVA is going to have this team. They're going to get in the tournament. And then on Tuesday afternoon, it's like, oh, that team has COVID. Here comes Michigan State. Like, because, you know, Michigan State was the last four in. I thought they could be like the first alternate possibly at that time. So I was like, how hilarious would that have been if like the bracket comes out on Sunday and UVA's like, oh, we got all this. And then all of a sudden Tuesday afternoon, it's like, nah, Izzo's coming for you. Like, I just would have rolled laughing at that. Well, and it wouldn't be Louisville either. It would be a team from the MAC. It would be Buffalo. The MAC I think. didn't get well in this case. Like after it was dropped, and it, yeah. then and then Michigan State was already in. I just had it the other way, like because like the MAC was only a one bid team. 
Yeah, Ohio's the only team yeah. in there. So yeah, so then it would be someone from the MAC in this case. But I just I had I had scenarios of UVA fans being terrified, and I that's that's the kind of the world I live in uh, when I get in that mode. So okay, I mean, that's fine. I, I if I, I just want to focus on the one seed two here, Gonzaga. I mean, people keep talking about how easy of a draw it is, and they're not wrong. I mean, look, I think they have the worst two seed in terms of three right. seeds. You know, Kansas with their potential COVID issues. Uh, and then um, UVA is the four. Play fake Oklahoma in the second game. Like, come on. They've they've played the one. They've played the two, three, and four seeds, and they've beaten the two, three, and four seed this year already. So, yeah, yeah. It, for Gonzaga, it was it's about as easy of a road as they can get. But they're the number one overall seed. They earned it, and I, that's the reason that's I have the them cutting I- down the nets. I just don't see a lot in their path getting in their way that's the credit i give gonzaga all year is they they played people this year now mm-hmm. they're all back in your bracket but they played people this year and, and in other years maybe they get one game like this this year it worked out where they were able to stay a little loose there and be able to play teams when they could and I, that's great i'm glad they did and maybe they're better for it and maybe that's what's going to get them to cut the nets like I, that's what's different about them this year i have more respect for them this year than other years i have them playing in the championship game i just don't have one in it okay moment of honesty time when I got to the Loyola Houston game, I was fully intending to pick Houston until I saw a stat that said See, in something anti Houston. I don't want to like them in eight versus two matchups. The eight seed is five and two and they've won three straight. Oh, wow. So at that point, I was like, well, I can't pick the two now. I have to pick Sister Jean now. That's a good call. But Sister Jean, go she's going to get crushed by Baylor. I mean, <laughs> Probably. She's not going to make it to Baylor, but yeah, sure. Yeah, she's going to make it to Baylor. Everybody has that Illinois-Loyola game. Everybody's talking about that, and I just, I don't know. I mean, I even had Loyola losing the first game, so we're very different in this. Yeah, I think you're reading way too much into a conference tournament. Eh. I don't. came alive at the end of the season. It wasn't just the conference tournament. They, like, they were down the rankings and jumped up to fourth. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ain't beating Passing Loyola. her with his little clear face mask thing. They ain't beating Loyola. All right. Let's get out of here and get into the D block. All right, guys. It's time for the D block. And what has been dominating my life has been moving. I'm getting ready to leave the apartment that is neighbor the campus of robert morris and move on to a new property in waynesboro ah leland looked at it um but for me one of the things when i've been moving is i've been packing and uh getting things organized and in a in an organized manner so i can move and it won't take seven days to do it but One of the things I found while I was packing is some of these towels that uh, I've gotten over the years at different games. Uh, I found the old Orioles, one of my old Orioles playoff towels from the 2014 ALCS. I found a Dallas Cowboys towel that I got when I went to a Monday Night Football game when they played uh, the football team. I got, um, still haven't found the Texas Rangers one. It's in here somewhere. Uh, That I got when Albert Bell hit his, Actually, I think it was the game before Albert Bell hit his 3,000th hit. 
that we got that. Uh, but anyway, it brings me to my next suggestion for the local area schools. Uh, you know what? I don't know what goes into the cost. So obviously I will be the first to admit it. I'm being totally ignorant here. But let's get some towel games. Let's, let's, Stewart's draft recommendation. Your last game of the year is against Riverheads. Get some towels in the stands. Get your fans waving that towel, screaming and celebrating. I just think it would be cool. One game a year. One game a year, we do towel games. Throw some money at that, yeah. One game a year, get some towels going. I would love it. I think it would be awesome. Just call it the towel game. I don't know. I'm not against this. I'm not against this. Yeah. You you weren't against the band thing either, I don't think. It's going to take donation money. And I, and, I, and I think this year, with the lack of fans, I don't know if this is the year to pull that in. But. No, maybe not. That, and again, totally fair. I don't know what that would cost. But I just think one game a year, towel games. I, I just love it. Everybody loves a good towel. I, I can see a bunch of red red towels waving. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I just think, I mean, All right. look, when I went to those games, I enjoyed it. Like that Orioles playoff game. Waving that towel yeah. like a crazy person? Yeah, I think it'd be great. I got a bunch from Tech. I got a bunch of orange ones. You said something about Orioles at first. I was like, yeah, I got a bunch of orange ones, too. They're all Tech. Like, I mean, it was like Fox Ridge and all those people all the time. So, Sure. All right, what's dominating my life is I'm not so much moving, but we're doing some house uh, making betters. Renov- not renovations fully, but just redoing a bathroom. And it's it's something. I just, it, it's, you don't need to tell me we're redoing a room in the house or having work going on. I just show up to Lowe's the second time in a day, and it's just very clear. It's just the standard. Like, you go in the morning, you go in the evening. You get what you think you need, and then you take back what you was wrong, and then you go get the right stuff. I guess other people are better at this than me, but no, I go to Lowe's twice. So me and the front lady there that takes the returns, we're getting to be on a first-name basis. They have these lockers now at Lowe's where you can just go in there and scan your phone under it. And it has to be, like, specified as this. And then this locker just pops open, and you can pull out your stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, but I haven't really been in a lot of stores in the last year, including Lowe's. We've been doing online ordering and that's continuing right up through this. Like it's not really what's making us buy the stuff wrong when there was no COVID, I would buy the wrong stuff at Lowe's. Uh, so, but now I get to pick up the stuff from the same lady and then return the stuff to the same lady and then usually go back in the store and get the right thing. So that's where I'm at lately. I'm on a lot of Lowe's trips. And as you move into your next uh, place, you know, I'm not sure if you'll have the maintenance crew from Robert Morris able to help out in your facility as much. So you might learn the joys of going to Lowe's multiple times in a day at your new place. And so I, I, I hope that for you. I hope you can. I'll have learn a maintenance to enjoy crew. That. Won't be won't be Robert Morris's maintenance crew. I have a maintenance crew. I'm not. I want to know. Anything. I want to know which small college you have in your next front yard. I want to know. I'm interested. Will you ever venture back over to see how Robert Morse is doing? No. I, like I said, <laughs> three or four years ago when we started this podcast, uh, I wouldn't watch Robert Morris play uh, if they were playing right outside my window. Uh, I still wouldn't. That being said, Robert Morris almost beat JMU this year, so how about that? How about that? What I know that you need to know is what I'm sure everybody knows by now, that Drew Brees retired. I uh, am happy he is. I... Mm-hmm saw him diminish there at the end of the season. I like Drew Brees. I, I, I like him. Uh, so I did not like seeing him play lesser than he was and not really be a problem for his team, but just you just saw that it was time to end. So I'm glad he did that. I'm glad he didn't drag it out any longer. I, you know, saying that he's not sure in what he's doing next 
then showing up on NBC the next day when we all know NBC's kind of had him locked him up for the last year, I thought was a little funny. He could have just been a little more direct with that or just not said, I don't know what I'm doing next. Just, yeah. See it the next thing and then see it the next day on NBC. He'll be great on TV. Like, he's a likable dude. He speaks well. Uh, he knows the game. Um, he'll be fun to hear from. I, you know, I'd like to see Peyton Manning on TV. That would be interesting to me. I'll, I will like seeing Drew Brees, so I'm excited he's on there. Um, already getting involved in NBC, and I'm not, not sure to what all degree they'll have him, but I'll be interested to see how he does. And, uh, yeah, that's good. I, I like that he went to the Saints. I never wanted him to go when he was going to the Dolphins. I really hated that idea. And, the like, the impact he had at the Saints immediately, him and Sean Payton coming in there a year after Katrina and really got that team headed in the right direction immediately. I, I think that's, like, one of those all-time stories in the NFL that you'll go back to of, like, how things kind of came together in a town that really needed it. And then they led them to a Super Bowl, And um, that's, that's really cool. And I, there's a lot to like about Drew Brees, him holding his kid after the Super Bowl, those pictures and stuff. I like the guy. So they keep bringing him up as like one of the all time best quarterbacks. And he has a lot of stats and I hear that, but there's just some obvious names that go ahead of him. So I, I don't know when you say all time best quarterbacks, I wouldn't mind a number being thrown out there because there's probably four or five guys that you're just automatically putting in front of them. So, Oh, and I like him. I just, Tom Brady's still playing. Joe Montana was playing. I still put Peyton Manning ahead of Drew Brees. I don't see you shaking your head yet. Okay. So there's three. Mm -hmm. Um, he's four. And then I'm sure there's still Dan Marino was probably better than Drew Brees. No, maybe not. Who do who else? Oh, what are we talking about? Johnny Unitas. Who do who do we want? Who's the next no, best quarterback? I don't want Johnny Unitas. No, I I don't know about your opinion of three or four automatics. Three maybe. Well, four named, is where I, I named start three to automatically. I named three that you didn't shake your head at. Uh, I don't know. Joe Montana's. Maybe. I almost want Aaron Rodgers more. Mm mm. Reese. No, I I would take Drew Brees over Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I think, career wise, right now not. But Drew Brees was a big beneficiary of a very good system that allowed him to rack up a lot of yards. I think he was very good, but I just I'm not going to take these stats that he's now leading categories in and put him ahead of a lot of other guys. Okay, I would I would counter with Drew Brees walked into a franchise that never had a great quarterback never won anything yeah. and yeah yes with help of sean payton I think I already acknowledged turned it that around story. where aaron Rodgers came into a franchise that was getting rid of brett Favre. okay not apples to apples there no that would be my difference i think I, while they played at the same time i'm I just feel like I probably always I was ranking Drew Drew I was ranking Aaron Rodgers ahead of Drew Brees pretty consistently. That's yeah. what I'm kind of coming back to. Yeah. I definitely think Drew Brees is better than Dan Marino. Well, I want to remind everybody listening, you are encouraged and welcome to join our Yak Sports bracket on ESPN. There has been two tweets about it in the past week, and there'll be probably one each day until now in the bracket starting. Uh Patrick Height also shared it through the newsletter, his, his, uh, newsletter, um, Twitter. So you should be able to find it that way through Twitter. If you're having problems locating it, 
because uh, you could search through it for it through Yahoo or not Yahoo. Come on, ESPN. You can contact us through Twitter or email or Facebook, and that is at Yak Sports Pod at Twitter or Facebook or Yak Sports Pod at gmail.com. Yak Sports Pod at gmail.com. Contact us one of those ways. I'll get you where you need to be. I'll give you the link that you need and get you hooked up. Uh, please join in. Whoever finishes top that isn't already on the show gets to be on the show. And last year we had three people finish in the top three that weren't on the show. So we were rich with potential last year. So sign up and then come on our podcast after you beat us and tell us how wrong Joe was for Loyola, how wrong I was to be a homer for Virginia Tech. And with our luck, at a, this probably means UVA wins it and whoever had UVA win it all uh, will be no. it because I – think that's what happened last time so um make sure you're contacting us through those places or subscribe to us on podbean apple google and spotify we will be watching the tournament this weekend please interact with us on twitter as it's going on and make fun of our wrong picks yeah um particularly joe's right i'm at joe deck the number five because apparently i'm the fifth one so um see us talking yeah, we'll be on there talking. I, I'm just going to say this. If UVA wins the national championship again, again, just burn the glaciers. I don't want to live in that world. I don't need to live in that world. I hear it. I hear you. I don't I don't see how it can happen. I, the year they won it, it, like, there was a path, and they still got incredibly lucky, and they did it. This feels more like those other years they were a three or four seed or whatever they were, and and – and lose like that. That just feels like one. Of, they're not that strong offensively. So I just, I just, I worry. I picked Ohio, and I really I do think Ohio can win Ohio. that game. Bob but Cats. I'm just going to tell you right now, my day is ruined if Ohio loses. It will well, hurt it's worse. On it's like it's like the nine game, nine o'clock game on Saturday. Oh, good. Seven, what, what time is it? It's later on Saturday. Maybe a seven o'clock game on Saturday. But you'll get a good day and a half before you get mad if that's the case. Good. I'll be more upset at that than if Loyola gets bounced in the first round by Georgia Tech. They play at 7-15. They play at that's Assembly the Hall end. where Indiana plays. That's that what's means cool I'll have to they watch basketball. Field house. That's cool. Yeah. We also have Jim Nance and Bill Rafferty. But I'm. that's not, that's not the end. The 7-15 means I've got to watch another game. There's a couple. There's yeah. It's the beginning of the 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 evening window. So there's going to be four games that start after you at least. But uh, that's fine. Whatever. Going to be sick. Eh, I don't think you will. I think you'll be happy. I hope. And if Virginia Tech loses, I mean, <laughs> or just turn the TVs off. You <laughs> <laughs> set up for this whole deal. A big bracket Leland's on my wall. Tournament party's canceled. Everybody, everybody, go home. Get out. This isn't COVID safe. Get out of here. <laughs> spreading event <laughs> all right uh thanks for listening this week make sure you're following us subscribed make sure you're interacting with us on twitter we need it this year because we're not gonna be in big groups watching so interact on twitter and just be thankful we have this tournament remember where we were a year ago without a tournament be thankful we have it even if uva wins some games no. we'll be back next week to talk about high school football and all those fun games happening this week and how our brackets are currently on fire until then this is the export podcast 
You've been listening to Yak Sports, your Augusta County sports podcast.